Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Hello and welcome to This Day Rocks from Vintage Rock Pod, the ultimate classic rock podcast with a new episode released every single day. I'm Paul Stevenson. Thanks as always for hitting play. Now today is January the 28th and on this day in 2014, at a press conference, all four members of Motley Crue signed a cessation of touring agreement, which prevents them from ever touring again after 2015. Yep, that's right. It successfully prevented nothing as the band went on to tour last year and will continue this year as well. On this day in 2016, in a weird, sad twist of fate, two original members of Jefferson Airplane die on the same day. Senior Anderson, who was replaced by Grace Slick after the first album, and Slick's former partner, Paul Kantner, both sadly died on this day and both aged 74. Someone else passing away on this day was traffic drummer Jim Capaldi. Jim sadly died of stomach cancer, aged 60. On this day in 1968, during a tour of Australia, members of the Small Faces and the Who are escorted off their flight from Adelaide to Essendon for bad behaviour. They were drunk, being rowdy and were using very bad language, leaving two of the flight attendants in tears. A few years earlier, though, on this day in 1965, the Who were thankfully behaving much better as they made their UK TV debut on the show Ready, Steady, Go. They were promoting their single, I Can't Explain. But for today's main show, we're going to remember a time when America's leading musicians united for a special cause. Yes, on this day in 1985, the great and good of the musical world gathered in a studio in LA to record We Are The World. Inspired by the Band-Aid charity hit Do They Know It's Christmas, the likes of Bob Dylan, Bruce Springsteen, Paul Simon, Tina Turner and more got together to leave their egos at the door and record the song that would make millions of dollars for famine relief in Africa. Now with me to dive deeper into the who, what, where, why and when of this whole thing are 80s experts returning to the show. Always good to have them on, Dave and Holly from the What Difference Does It Make podcast. 
it was Harry Belafonte's idea originally, and he went to Ken Cragen to help him out with this, and they got support from a whole ton of artists. Yeah, Ken Cragen is Lionel Richie's manager, right? And Harry Belafonte he managed also, and he was a high-powered artist manager. He was the one responsible for Hands Across America, wasn't it? Yes. That crazy, crazy where everyone was supposed to hold hands from California to New York. So they called this project USA for Africa. You might think it stands for United States of America, but it actually stands for United Support of Artists for Africa. That's a fun fact. Yeah. The American Music Awards was on that night. They're like, all right, right after the show, we're going to record this song. Lionel Richie had a lot to do already because he was the host of the American Music Awards. After that hard work, now we got to record this song with uh, how many artists? It was like... uh, 45. With 45 of your favorite artists from 1985. We should mention that Quincy Jones is the one that produced the song. Yes. Uh, It was also written by Michael Jackson and Lionel Richie. And so when the artists started arriving at the, the studio to record after the American Music Awards... Each artist was greeted with a sign. You know what it said? What did it say? (laughs) It instructed every artist to check your egos at the door. Makes sense. Which is, might be a reason why it's all your favorite artists, except for Prince, based on what, no, Wendy, you have Wendy and Lisa in the revolution. She said that Prince just did not like the song at all. He's like, I don't want to be a part of this. Do you think it was a slight? He was actually supposed to sing with Michael Jackson on We Are the World. Right. So if you can't get Prince, who do you have substitute for Prince? Who sang for Prince? It was Huey Lewis who <laughs> who came and it's like, I'll do this. So Huey Lewis took Prince's part. <laughs> that is a very good choice. Yeah. Okay. So of the 45 artists, one was not included in that list. We know uh, Prince didn't show up. We know Eddie Murphy decided not to do that. He realized later on yeah. that he made a mistake. Who else is missing? I know who's missing. Who? Madonna. Why? I don't know. I read an interview with Niall Rogers who said she was not invited. She was not invited. Oh, 1985, because who knows? Leave your ego at the door. I don't know. She was too pop. I, don't, I really don't know where, you know, Kim Carnes is a bigger artist than Madonna or, you know. That is a slap in the face. <laughs> it, was, it was. So at Live Aid, when it came time to sing We Are the World for the finale, Madonna was there. She sang with the Thompson Twins. She did her own solo thing. She left before they sang We Are the World. She's like, I'm not going to be a part of this. Wow. Yeah. Did you watch the video? Yes, I did. All right. So at the beginning, they show the signatures of everyone. Mm-hmm. There's one where it's a fingerprint. Who did the fingerprint signature? Feels like Stevie Wonder. That is correct. Stevie Wonder. <laughs> the song ended up selling very well. Do you know how many... Uh, how many copies? No. It sold an excess of 20 million copies. It's the eighth best-selling physical single of all time. Oh, physical single. That doesn't even count the downloads? Well, in 1985, there were no downloads. Yeah, but it could still be, uh, if you're streaming it now, isn't the money still going to I believe so. USA for Africa? Yeah. I mean, if you look on the YouTube video, it gives a, a website, which was not existent in uh, 1985. All right. We are the world. January of 1985. Thank you, Holly. Thank you, Dave. Thank you, Paul, of the Vintage Rock Pod. Check you later. Over and out. And a big thanks to Dave and Holly for their brilliant, irreverent look at We Are The World, which was recorded on this day in 1985. Please check out their podcast for more fun and great interviews. Just search for What Difference Does It Make on your podcast app now. They are also part of the Pantheon podcast family, just like Vintage Rock Pod, so show them some love. And that's it for today's episode. I will, of course, be back tomorrow with more On This Day Rock goodness. So until then, take care.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 